Blog Talk Radio. Radio program. This is host Susan, Clarice, and Dan, and I am so delighted to welcome those of you back who are probably listening to this show across time, many of you, since much like the way this show began, and truthfully, as many of you know who follow this show, it's been kind of quiet, and there are reasons for that. We all go through transitions and also reflections upon where we're truly led and what it is our heart says about how to to make the most effective contribution that we can in this world of ours right now. And this day almost passed without a show. I have to say that honestly. This is so much like the first time I did this episode, the first time I did the show, which was very spontaneous in 2010. I I had kind of thought about doing a podcast, and it just started very quickly. Once, once I started to really put my energy be, behind the idea, Voila, I was on the air, and that's the way Blog Talk Radio is. I know that even today, recently, I was talking to a friend who's considering starting a show on Blog Talk Radio, and it's still that way. And I guess now is a good time to put out a little bit of gratitude, because what's so interesting about this show, because yes, it has been somewhat quiet in recent months, um, is that I know that there are those of you out there who have continued to listen, and I am so thankful for that because Blog Talk Radio does something that is very important in our world right now, and I know that I have a worldwide audience even recently. You guys are out there listening and thank you so much i hope that you are discovering gems in the archive and i can kind of see where you're listening and i appreciate that these programs which truly are meant to last over 400 episodes with so many different way showers some of them reflections just like this one others 
you know, just amazing broadcast. I'm still, it's been almost a year since I recorded my show with Urban Laszlo. And if you haven't listened to that one, it's still staying with me. In fact, I would love to talk with him again. In fact, I see that he has another book coming out, and that may happen, because that was such an amazing episode. But one thing I will say, and this program today is going to be about a lot of things, just spontaneous for as long as I can manage to keep it going for a little while here, um, doing it in prime time, which was unlike the first episode, because the first time I did this, it was as a morning show, and it was fairly consistently in the morning. But I will tell you, this program is going to become a bit more focused. It's going to branch out a bit more um, is what I am anticipating. And I swear I have said this before, but there is a purpose behind this show that has existed from the very very beginning and that purpose is to build bridges that purpose is to have discussions that are outside of all the traditional boxes because if we need anything right now we need to be talking to each other and I come from such a diverse background and today it's almost impossibly for me to fit into any box when in terms of how I think about the world, where we need to head, what is the most important is to find that space of love and of empathy. And yes, what is the frontier beyond fear? That place where we can talk to one another. How did this show start? Well, years ago... Oprah actually had such a place in the days of discussion forums long before any kind of podcast or or any idea for a podcast. I know like many of you out there who were involved in similar things, I used to be very involved in discussion forums where, honestly, you spoke anonymously, which people would say nowadays, oh, my gosh, you know, how could we talk together anonymously? That would get totally out of hand or where you see comments on things or whatever. But you know what? Yes, sometimes it did go out of bounds, but we actually talked to each other consistently. Pages and pages and pages and pages we would write to one another. And we were from all over the world And this was her spirituality forum. And I think it got going around 2007, 2006, actually, probably. Can't remember quite when it started, but these conversations mattered. We actually found spaces to connect. And yes, we debated with one another, but we also found that maybe we didn't consistently fit quite where we thought we did, and we began to find those spaces of connection and love that were outside of all of the definitions. And I have to say that I am so thankful that Oprah, a long time ago, established this place. It doesn't really exist anymore. Most discussion forums don't exist in the way that they once did. There's there's kind of a version of it, but it's not what it was. And there were lifelong friendships 
Um, in many cases, we've never met some of us. We've become Facebook friends, and we weren't all on the same page. Um, and yet we came to really care about one another, and we also tended to change over time because when people talk to one another, those fears begin to fade, and you start to realize that it's it's when we have the barriers that we set up, when when we just can't even find a way to have a conversation, even gently around the edges, when we just, um, you know, are so in our insular boxes, in our own little boxes, that we don't share. And it's really important. And the reason why Blog Talk Radio is a good platform for that because it is because it doesn't fit in any box. When I post something in spirituality, there are people of all spiritual persuasions here. Um, and anyone can be listening right now. And if you are, I mean, I've I've been there in all so many different different areas. I started out. Um, I'm a granddaughter of an evangelical minister, and there are things. Even though I didn't know him well, it had a lot of influence on the family um, because he was mostly um, fading from influence when I was very young. But it didn't matter. It still had an influence on me growing up. And into adulthood, there were ideas that I worked with. And, you know, rather than judge one way of thinking of things versus another, what rises? What rises above any kind of dogma? And I've been involved in what many would call the New Age movement. That's what we used to call it years ago. Um, and even there, there can be dogma at times. What rises above the dogma? What rises above forms of fundamentalism? Um, and fundamentalism occurs when we don't find a place of love. You can still believe in things. There's a difference. You can believe in things that matter to you, but the the key to true connection is love. And if we find ourselves in a place that is so very rigid that we have lost any ability to empathize with others, then we're in that space of fear. Love is the opposite of fear. I didn't always used to know that. Um, that's said a bit more often now, but it came um, it came across to me early on that love is the opposite of fear because love heals fear. Fear cannot exist when we're in a space of unconditional love which means listening and it means we find a space of trust and I have to say that I admire that Oprah many years ago established a place like that and that then 
eventually led to me starting this show in 2010. And yes, it did start on October 26th, with, which it's so, these recent months have been so filled with expansive change for me. I almost forgot what the anniversary date was. And I know that I had sent out a message anticipating starting this show up in September. And here we find ourselves at the end of October. And the reason is this show needs to grow. It may be more topical for a while. Today, it's just very spontaneous. I I honestly didn't even know I'd be on the air 20 minutes ago. Um, but it, just like all the rest of us, it needs to grow. And how it will grow is going to be by, it, it's not going to be quite as busy. Um, if you look at the show in early, other years especially, it got to be really, really busy. Lots of shows in a week. Um, you know, it, it it won't be like that. It'll be more reflective and not um, quite as frequent. Um, that's because of balance for for your host here. That's part of it. Is one of the things that we need to do in our lives as we navigate our paths is not only what we're called to do, but what are we called to do in a balanced way. And I think um, the show, as amazingly, um, I, I was always so honored to have so many guests flocking to this show. As honored as I was by that, um, at the same time, it it took away the balance that I had um, between all the other things that I needed to pursue. And, you know, it's funny, one way that I was able to see this is I moved um, in the last few months, and as I was packing up just tons of papers that we all tend to have, I was astonished at just how many notes I had from this show and how many books. I mean, it's just amazing how uh, the sheer volume of the notes from the interviews, because when I do an interview, I really read the books, and I write quite a few notes. I don't always go over those notes when talking. It tends to be pretty spontaneous, but those notes exist. And when I saw that, and I kind of compared that to some other things that really needed attention in my own life, it was obvious that although, of course, these things had value, I needed to find a place of pursuing this such that, you know, all the notes from the show weren't dominating whatever other writing I might choose to do or even spontaneous reflections or even topical reflections, meaning taking up a particular topic in an episode where we do a little research and bring that forward. Yet another way I feel this show can expand. So what do I have to say to anyone out there thinking about their own paths, thinking about the world right now? What is it that is so important for all of us right now? 
It's trust. Trust is incredibly important right now in the world. And authenticity, speaking your heart, following your heart, that's not always easy. But first you've got to listen to your heart. And it's that space of authenticity which will truly open the doors that you seek. Um, I posted a quote from Joseph Campbell on my Facebook page. It just happened to come across. And he talks about open doors and about following your bliss. And when you're in that space, you know what it is. Today's show is kind of off the walls, although um, I have to tell you, when I was getting ready for it, in those moments right before the show when I set it up, not even knowing I was going to do it, I was smiling. I could feel it. And it's like, I haven't done this in a while. And it's really true. I think it's been since May. I'd have to look back at the the list of episodes. But I had a very active summer. Yes, that did include a move. And, you know, just really expansively flowing into what is next for me and you know when we do that we need to listen um i we not only need to listen to one another but before we can listen to anybody else we need to listen to ourselves to our own hearts what is that inner voice telling us if most of us were in touch with our inner voices if we were really heeding them, we could genuinely communicate. And we certainly find ourselves right now um, in the United States and, you know, not just here. But, um, of course, there's a lot going on now. And we certainly find ourselves in a space where many of us don't really know what the answer is don't really know how we are ever going to manage to communicate with one another. And the only way is through a bridge. And love is that bridge. Empathy is that bridge. Um, Really trying to, to figure out how did we get into this situation, whatever it may be, that's the bridge. And if you take the time to truly love your neighbor, which is a core tenet of many belief systems, if you truly find that space of of connection, that's when the miracles start happening. That's when things occur that we never could have anticipated were possible. And, you know, this show, I feel kind of out of practice. I have to tell you, it's been a while just spontaneously flowing. And it's, I'm kind of feeling that right now. And maybe we're all out of practice. I mean, maybe we've gotten so used to just, you know, only talking to people of a similar point of view or maybe we've been in such a frustrated place that 
um, we've forgotten how to get beyond that. You know, maybe we're we're just um, feeling downright angry. There's a lot of anger in the world right now, and and we know it when that isn't leading to productive places. And it starts by destructing us. It it starts by how we feel inside. I don't feel good when I'm angry. I mean, we all get caught up in things at times that we care about, but um, I would wager not a one of us feels good inside, and I mean physically. When we allow anger and frustration to take over, we need to find our way to a space of hope. We need to find our way to a space of that word namaste, which means everything you see around you and in another person is the presence of the divine, because the divine is omnipresent. Belief systems share this concept. And I know there are a lot of different ways of thinking about the ways that we distance ourselves or appear to distance ourselves from that divine nature. But at the center, I will tell you, and this is where I see trust, everything that happens in our lives and in this world is leading us to a more productive space in some way. We are here to grow. I used to think that planet Earth, or I've said this before, it's like Everest. I happen to believe, as part of what I now believe about life, having seen um, evidence of reincarnation, I feel that that is true. Um, That is a part of my belief system. And I feel that I have seen evidence of such things. Um, And there's a lot of evidence out there if you study it. But no matter what you believe about that, just explaining what I believe, I believe we choose to come here. I believe that as souls, we pre-existed and we chose this experience. We chose an experience that was going to allow us to grow. On the other side, before we came here, we know that we're all one with the divine. We know it completely. So why would we choose to blind ourselves to that and come here? Well, we are brave creators, that's for sure. And we're just each an aspect. We are so beloved as who we are. That's another thing that's in my belief system. I am not a believer in that we're just all a part of the ocean and, um, you know, whatever you are um, here on earth, it just doesn't matter. You know, just drop it. It's ego. I don't believe that. I believe that we're loved. I believe that creation matters and that we are dearly loved, creative beings. And I tend to think that all of the belief systems that have brought me here have helped me to see that, although I've also felt it directly. And so 
maybe that's a really good place to start and to almost end here because we're getting to the end of my half-hour spontaneous episode here. But, um, you know, the more that we realize that we are loved, we are loved more than we could imagine. We are loved. The more we can love, the more we can see those imperfections both in ourselves and all around us and see them for what they are, that they are catalysts, that they are the things that are teaching us to love more perfectly, that they are teaching us to grow, and that we chose to be here in this time so that we could be learning these lessons just as we chose other times. And many of them haven't been easy, and there are many places on this earth right now where life is not easy, including in the United States. There's there's a lot of poverty in the United States that goes unacknowledged. That And, you know, wealth does not buy peace of mind. And there we can find that space when we believe that we are inseparable from the love that binds us all together, that flows through us, between us, through the earth, everywhere. I think I always recommend on this show, or in recent years when I've done this anniversary episode or other spontaneous shows, is one of the best ways to find a space of more balance, to find that space where you can truly begin to feel um, as that old Kansas song, I grew up in the time of Kansas, uh, my one of my old favorite groups, Love and Miracles Out of Nowhere, where you can feel that more and more is wherever you are, there is always a place you can go or or look, cast your attention to a place where the earth is revealing some beautiful display. It could be as simple as looking at the sky. I was going for a walk today, and I noticed these really interesting clouds in the sky, and that had my attention. And, you know, certainly it's fall here in the United States. I know there are others listening in other parts of the world, but it's a very beautiful time here. And it's really easy or much easier to get outside and breathe because breathing will lead us to that space where we can begin to feel, to feel and to listen and to feel that love that is mysterious yet exists. And the more that we trust that that love is real, the closer we will be to where we need to go. Will we ever reach the destination? Well, that's a good question because we're here to grow and technically we start out there in some ways. Um, We start out immersed in divine love and then we want to rediscover it. I always tend to think we're rederiving it from scratch in as many ways as we can. And then we share that. 
we share that with one another and we're creators because we are aspects of the creator. So with that said, this episode is to a close and I'm going to keep it real close to 30 minutes this time. I want to thank all of you for being here. Those of you across time, you're here with me. Across time, I feel you present now because there are no boundaries of space or of time. And let me just tell you, thank you. The website corresponding to this show is FrontierBeyondFear.com. Hasn't been updated in a while. I'm going to go out there and start updating it again. Um, Although there's some very good episodes featured there right now, including the episode with Irvin Laszlo from last year, which is well worth listening to even again. And let's just see what happens. Follow the show. You'll get announcements of upcoming episodes. This show is flowing in an expansive way. And I'm going to follow my heart and see where it goes. I hope that you'll join me. Take care, everyone.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 